Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, now, the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. Checking in this morning from uh, uh, way out on Long Island, Mr. Brad Blanks. And, yeah. and even hey, though... Even no, though I, I, he's in lockdown with mm-hmm. uh, with a wife and three kids, he's very, very busy working for busy the big guy. show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, zooming away. Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. This the, the last. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that's evolved, hasn't it, Patty? You know, this oh whole boy. Thing. I know you've been doing a bit of it, and a I can't. I got to get Scott. I've got to zoom with Scott. I can't wait for that moment. You got to zoom it. Got a zoom, zoom with you. He wants to do a zoom. You know, get together. Oh, just that's to... right. You want to interview me. Yeah, about your life. I want to learn about Hot Springs, Arkansas, Scott. No, you don't want to know about Hot Springs. Don't bring And the that belly up. dancer. <laughs> you don't want to know about all that stuff. Oh, we all I had a, Are you crazy? I had, a, sure I had a wonderful, wonderful life before I ever got into radio. <laughs> yes, was, you did. I told this Easy. friend of mine, I read this book when I was a kid called oh. On the Road by a guy named Jack Kerouac. Oh, and I thought that was classic. so romantic and, and cool to be out there on your own. And then I watched this other show called Route 66. These two guys drove around the country in a Corvette. Yeah. I didn't have a Corvette, though. No. I couldn't you afford a nice car. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Kerouac really lied to me. I, I'm amazed book. you you read on the road. That's really great. No, I I read it, but I read it before. Then I decided I wanted to live it. Right. That's where I went wrong. <laughs> That's where you went wrong. Right. Oh boy, that was terrible. <laughs> I made it, but I tell you one thing. You I, I really I, I I skipped my four years of college because we didn't have any money. And you I learned just as much on the road. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, I learned a lot more than, you, than they teach in college. <laughs> so, Brad, so, Brad, i tell you what, since you discovered Zoom, you've really perked up a little bit. The first couple of weeks in lockdown, you didn't have much going on. But lately, man, you're burning it up. You're all over yeah, it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah, so I zoomed pretty much into my old mate Ricky Gervais's uh, office. And uh, as you, I know, Scott, you love seeing these celebrities' offices. Um, so when the, the screen pops up and I see Ricky sitting there, he's got all of his... He's won a few Golden Globe Awards. He's won an Emmy for Best Actor in a Comedy. He's won plenty of uh, British Academy Film and Television Awards, and they're all lined up behind him. He, um, he has an epic sort of background uh, yeah, but, uh, Ricky does. So yeah, it was he's... great to get into his living room. You know, you've been a fan of his for a while as well, haven't you, Scott? I find him very funny. He's naturally... What happened to you, Patty? No, you fell off the... Uh... 
I didn't fall off. You're, oh, I'm I looking at Patty, screen. and all of a sudden her iPad I, fell off the table. And I broke the iPad screen, but I can oh. still see you, so we're okay. You broke it? Yeah, it shattered. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. Oh, I'm not. Excuse the CEO me. over there is going to be—he's going to be really mad when he gets up. I was getting excited because I know Afterlife is coming back, and that is an unbelievable show, Ricky Gervais's show. That's Ricky Gervais. Now, for those yeah. of you who don't know, he's the guy who wrote The Office. He started that whole thing over in the UK. Yes, that's right. And then you know, brought brought it to America, and then it's the biggest show on Netflix, The, the Office, and. Uh, yeah, he's done very well out of that, and now he, he's made this little show that's become quite big, um, you know, Afterlife, and it opens up on Friday on Netflix. Now, Patty, he goes really deep in this very emotional show, I've got to yeah. tell you. I'm yeah, it's, funny, it's funny, because he's always been like a, a, a very, you know, disrespectful kind of guy and very uh, cheeky, so to speak. He still is. And, and now he's got this very warm and uh, deep show. That's and right, Patty, yes. Patty loves it. I love it, but he's cheeky in the show. Trust me. Yeah, it's a show about his wife dying. We know his wife died, and it's him handling grief. Very funny Mm -hmm. show, though. It does have a dog in it that's quite adorable. Um, Mm -hmm. And in this interview, we also discuss he does a a show every day on Twitter, a live 20 minutes rant about life, and uh, it's pretty much him drinking a beer, and he always opens the show with his favourite music a song at the beginning. So we cover that in this, this little interview, which is part one of an epic interview I've done with Ricky Gervais. It's an Ricky, epic you, interview? Good. Wow. How epic. are you? Yeah, good. This is a strange meet-up for me and you, the, the, how the world's gone for us. It's better this way because, you know, you were a sweaty person. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is nice and... Safe. Your show, Afterlife 2, I've got to say, this is going to be a great show to watch during it sort of these right times. I know, we, you, can't, you can't plan these sort of things. I mean, I think people are desperate to watch anything, to be honest. I don't think it's just that, I think the world's just waiting for Afterlife. People are just clamouring for content. It's a pretty captive audience, and, and it's nice to have something of quality coming out, because obviously people are getting desperate, and people are still making TV shows. Yeah. But, like, this is like an average TV show. <laughs> Us two idiots on Zoom. That counts as TV now. So Afterlife is going to blow their minds. Oh, God. Yeah, with your show, Afterlife, Tony, this guy, like, he's kind of having a relapse in a way. You know, you don't, ju- don't just snap out of it. You know, he's not over losing the love of his life. And he says he probably never will be. And he, he lost her too early and he's angry and he says, you know, I'd, I'd swap places with her tomorrow. We, we should say that it's still funny. Yeah, no, it's very funny. I think real life is like that. I think life is a big series of ups and downs. You, there's no good time for bad news. You can be having a laugh, then you get the worst text you've ever had. The dog's back, which is good. The That's dog good. is back. The dog's as important as any cast member in that, and more and more so. On your uh, 6 p.m. London time, beer with Ricky, essentially, I don't know what the name of your live streaming show is. Isn't it Ricky's wartime broadcast? Yeah, it's so good. It's, uh, it's very good. I didn't know you are a yacht rock kind of guy. You love the... Uh, yeah, late 70s, early 80s, you really nail an era of music there. Uh, I, I love it. I mean, I like the idea of um, denouncing snobbery in music. Now, everyone knows that I'm an indie folk kind of guy. I really love things like everything from Radiohead to modern uh, sort of obscure indie folk. But I, I don't leave that all that stuff behind. I, I, I love a bit of Bon Jovi. I love a bit of Roxette. I'll even put Sting on. 
That's what you're dealing with here. Oh, even so, ding on. Ding on. <laughs> You'll love that. I see you actually played, you played what, Andrew Gold's Lonely Boy? Lonely Boy, classic, cracking tune. I might do a bit of Billy Joel later. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you'd have a strong opinion of uh, these musicians all actually working quite hard during a lockdown. You, you're not really working that hard. Yeah, that? I've seen some great things being put together. Like the, the, the cast of a musical put a thing out, Springsteen's doing a concert, and then I sit here with a beer doing bad impressions and, <laughs> and talking absolute bollocks. Everything from distended testicles to aliens not being able to take their drink. 20 minutes of absolute nonsense. Oh, there you go. i got to see that. Holy cow. <laughs> How about, uh, let's do this, us two idiots on uh, Zoom. <laughs> it's just like TV now, he said. Yeah, he's, on the cover, he's on the cover of the British GQ, and the cover says, if you cough, the interview is off. <laughs> and then he talks about, you know, facing the pandemic with Ricky Gervais. And I noticed you moved right along when he said, it's Brad, that sweaty person. Yeah, you got to keep it moving. you gotta keep, you got to take the uppercut, Scott. I've been trained well. <laughs> you have been. That's good, man. Don't stop and, and don't wallow in the mud. Just yeah, keep yeah, it I going. I thought you'd like his music. He, he has great music. I mean, who would have thought he loved that sort of late 70s, early 80s music? How about this? I'll even put some sting on. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I even play rock set. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my friend. Funny. Part two tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I think it's Friday. We've got it scheduled. All right, got it Friday. I'll be here. I'm, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, thanks, I'll, e- I'll even come in on that day. <laughs> <laughs> from my bedroom, uh, from my bedroom to my library, I'm coming in. <laughs> it's a library because I got some books in the back of me. <laughs> That's it. See you, Brad. CBS FM, welcome our friend Brad Planks, who's, uh, who's you know, still in quarantine with his family. He's locked down out, out <laughs> hey, on the God, island. Hey, Hi, sweetheart. So you've been, you've been a pretty busy uh, 10 days. You've been interviewing everybody. You hadn't let it slow you down any, just working from your home studios, right? Yeah, it's great. It's a whole new way of, you know, getting into these, uh, you know, famous people's lives and trying to figure out what they're all about and, uh, well, what's crazy with Ricky Gervais, he would probably hate it that I called him a famous person. You know? <laughs> right. You know, um, we had that controversy you know, about two weeks ago where he did an interview uh, and, and he mentioned the, the quote was, oh, I'm done with celebrities crying in their mansions. Yeah. I think you, you guys spoke about it a bit, did it? Remember that, right. Scott? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think he was talking about Ellen because Ellen... Uh, went on a semi rant about how miserable she was in her mansion, and she just walked around. There, she wasn't the only one. There's, right. there's several the, other the, ones. Yeah, the famous photo that got put on that article that went around the world was the one of uh, Sam Smith, the singer, in uh-huh. in his London mansion, sitting there crying on his stoop. I think that was uh, <laughs> if you remember that photo. It, it went yeah. around. Yes, that, yes, I remember um, but, it. But, but this, uh, so this next part of the interview, yeah, so we open up, it, we start talking about that big headline, celebrities crying in their mansions. We cover the US office <laughs> and the success of it, because if you remember, he created the office, the UK sure. version. And that, that, you'll love this, that only went for 13 episodes, the UK really? version. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, he's still getting paid. I'll tell you what, though. He's still getting uh, royalties well, from the U.S. episodes, oh, yeah, too. Of course. And, you know, that's that during this lockdown has been one of the most, I think it's in the yeah. top three most popular sitcoms that's available. And, Scott, didn't you say that The Office UK was actually, some people said, much funnier? Yeah. Brad was, yeah, I love it. Wow. Yeah. It, it was, some people say, most people say it was funnier than the one here, and the one here was pretty darn funny. I, I, I think with 13 episodes, they had the ability to be a little more consistent with the <laughs> yes. level of comedy. All right. Exactly. Let's yeah. roll. And, and, yeah, let's roll. And Scott, also, we cover the Golden Globes. And, of course, the famous Tom Hanks meme from the Globes. Brad we're, Brad, we're probably going to be able to figure out what you covered when we listen. <laughs> All right, cool. We have shocked at the global furor you caused with the complaining in Mansions line. Yeah, I mean, people started suggesting who I meant, but actually I was talking about me. All I said was, when they said about how are you feeling, each other. And I said, listen, you won't hear me complain. There are nurses that are working 14-hour days, risking their life. There are people without gardens, crammed in small baths who can't get enough food. Then they started saying, he means so-and-so or he means so-and-so. But yes, in general, it's a, it is a bit of a bugbear of mine when I see millionaires whinging over things that don't matter. And I, I want to go, oh my God, wake up, so entitled, so out of touch. <laughs> My son is 10 years of age and he's streaming The Office right now. And these kids now that are all loving The American Office. I know. It's, it's <laughs> like, I think it was the biggest thing on Netflix. And it's gone into like a, like a weird second phase of yes. syndication. Yeah, no, um, again, you won't hear me complaining about <laughs> The Office being, their version being bigger than mine. Then you won't hear me complaining. In fact, someone a few years ago, when it had just gone into syndication and it, it it was everywhere. I'm, I'm exec producer on it, and you know they they bought the rights to do it. I think everyone knows I get a, a, a bit of a kickback. Um, and uh, someone on Twitter said the American Office is bigger and better than yours. How does that make you feel? And I sent back rich. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Globes, when you step off stage after you know incredible performance and you've slayed the room, is it frosty for you and Jane to sort of hold hands in the after party and have a beer? No, because right. you know hopefully they they know it's jokes. No one likes to be the butt of the joke, no. but I don't think they are as individuals. Yeah. You know, I go after their public behaviours or a, a, a terrible movie decision or something like that. Things that we've all we, we're all guilty of, but you know. You laugh at the Tom Hanks meme. Hanksy, you didn't look happy. I know. He was sort of thinking, what is this? And do you, you think he'd know by now? Do you think he'd know? <laughs> I think he'd know what you're about. As if he just walked yeah. it off the street and But it's so off. funny because people picked up on that one and they were going, oh, look, he doesn't like it. Oh, you know, get a sense of humor. What's he the And then the other meme was um, Leonardo DiCaprio laughing and people loved him for yeah. it because yeah. he just laughed along. Yeah. It's as easy as that, isn't it? Just that. It's just a joke. I even said at the beginning, they're just jokes. One of my favourite interviews that we did together was the SAG Awards. Um, but we were standing there and I was behind a hedge. And you oh, felt, yeah. Poor you must have looked like someone from Labyrinth lumbering out of me. All sweaty and scary. And you were bigger then. But you were like a monster from a, from a nightmare. You did. You weren't always this good looking. Could I just? Could I just say that? <laughs> Luckily, I've got better with age as well. Here you go. What would your 22-year-old self think of you now? I think he'd like me more than I'd like him. Yeah. If he walked in now, I'd go, "What are you wearing, mate? Why are you being so?" 
I do some press-ups, you skinny... What do you... And I, I think he liked me, though, as a grumpy older man. Great to see you, from the, the lumbering land mammal to the... <laughs> what do you call yourself these days? You know, just... I'm a, a smaller lumbering land mammal. Good luck with Afterlife 2. Stay safe. <laughs> oh, he's the best. Good oh job, Brad. Yeah, he's a good fella. Um, yeah, Afterlife 2, it's going to be good, Patty, watching this. I yeah, it just debuted today, watch. right? Today, yeah, it's out. Yep, and it's, on it's, it's an emotional, yet so funny, this show. I don't know how it, a show it's like spectacular. this is yeah. It's very difficult to explain it to somebody. It's about a guy who uh, lost his wife, to and now in, in her friendship has been replaced by his dog. <laughs> right, and he, but he, the way he processes the death, there's so much anger and hurt that he just decides he can say anything to anybody. Yeah. But then, you know, he, as it goes along, he sort of recovers a lot of the better angels of himself. So Good week, Brad. Good job, my friend. Excellent. Oh, yeah. And thank Thanks, you, so. Ricky Gervais, for uh, playing along with him. How about that? <laughs> when he first <laughs> met you, you were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't nearly as attractive. Something like that, did it? A monster from a nightmare. This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.